Welcome to the podcast from Label to Able, a show to discuss the different aspects and perspectives of developmental disabilities. So everyone learns to look beyond the label and starts to look at the abilities of their peers. I'm your host, Ella, and today's guest is Summer Andrews, who I got to meet about a year and a half ago in my neighborhood. Hi, Summer. Thanks so much for coming on my podcast. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. Oh, I'm so excited to have you. In general, and I'm honored to be a guest. Oh my goodness. I'm so glad that you're talking with me today. Um, Could you maybe just tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Yes, definitely. And I will also tell them even more about you if (laughs) you haven't already. Um, My name is Summer Andrews. I am Ella's neighbor. I'm 28 years old. I'm a former high school English teacher and I uh, retired pretty early to stay at home with my daughter. I have a two-year-old now. Her name is Oakley and she has Down syndrome. And I also am pregnant with baby number two right now and he is doing May. And I got to meet Ella because she is my family's babysitter. And I don't know how it happened. I'm telling you, the heavens opened up and delivered her right to us directly oh across the street. Uh, but Ella is the best. And literally anyone who will, doesn't matter if it's like my relatives or a stranger I meet in the grocery store, I'm like, let me take a minute of your time and tell you about my babysitter. <laughs> and uh or my daughter's babysitter more so (laughs) and I tell them how amazing you are and all the things you've accomplished and all of your ambitions and goals and the things you're doing in our community and the goals you have set even further beyond that and the difference you're already making and then I tell them how old you are and then (laughs) they like really lose their mind oh thank you so so much Ella is doing a lot but she also is like a really cool person with an amazing heart just so everyone listening knows. (laughs) Well, thank you. Um, I guess my first question would have to be how having a child with Down syndrome has either changed your views or new things that you've learned. Okay, yes. Having a child with Down syndrome has changed my views on Down syndrome. And I'm so happy this is the first question because I'm happy to get it out of the way because it's pretty embarrassing on my behalf. Um, I wouldn't consider myself entirely new to the Down syndrome community prior to having Oakley because, um, I mean, growing up through my education, I was alongside peers that had special needs. And then in high school, I got really invested in the special needs program. I helped run in Special Olympics. I got to be like a partner, buddy in relay. I helped to teach in the special education classroom in high school. So I got to leave one period a day and spend my time in special ed. So none of it was extremely new to me, Um, but my perception has definitely changed because when I went to college, I knew I was interested in education Mm -hmm. and I thought maybe I was interested in special education, but something kind of scared me away from it And I think it was this overall general vague idea that people with special needs, Down syndrome being one of them, something about that is scary and hard and tough. Mm -hmm. So I thought I didn't even want to become an educator for this amazing population I had loved spending time with because I thought it would be sad. 
Um, so my perception has entirely changed <laughs> now that I have a daughter with Down syndrome. I'm like, what the heck was I thinking studying Shakespeare in college? Um, yeah. This would have been amazing to learn about. And I could have advocated for this community way sooner and gotten in touch with them because I know people with Down syndrome and people with special needs are amazing and live really full lives. And yeah. I haven't witnessed anything like sad or honestly even hard. There are just so many misconceptions I think the public has about people with special needs. There really are, yeah. Yeah, and my idea has entirely changed because Oakley has a full, happy life, and it's awesome, not scary or hard. Uh-huh, she's probably the happiest kid I've ever met. <laughs> she's pretty happy. <laughs> um, so when and how did you find out about Oakley's diagnosis? And um, this is like a follow-up question. Um, what is one thing that you wish a doctor or someone um, at one of your appointments would have told you um, when you found out or after you found out during the process? Yes. Um, we found out really early on per, I guess, like my other friends that have kids with Down syndrome. Yeah. I Like we found out super early. We found out probably about like seven to nine weeks of me being pregnant. And oh. we only found out we were pregnant probably like five or six weeks. That's so we found, we found out right from the jump. So yeah. We went to an anatomy scan and in the anatomy scan, they looked at every inch of baby okay, mm -hmm. and they looked at the thickness of her neck in layman's terms, I'll say. Okay. They call it the nuchal translucency. And uh, basically they found out her neck uh, was thick is the way we say it. <laughs> yeah. Neck. <laughs> um, but that is a sign that lets people know that this baby likely has a chromosomal abnormality. Okay. So we knew the baby had a chromosomal abnormality, probably. Yes. So then after that, they gave me a blood draw to tell which abnormality baby had. Okay. When they did the blood draw, the test concluded that Oakley has Down syndrome, yeah. also known as trisomy 21. And because my blood was showing up a bunch of trisomy 21, we know I don't have trisomy 21, so we figured it out. Um, we were really surprised because uh, my husband, Will, and I had always just heard that people that have babies with Down syndrome are people that are a lot older when they're getting pregnant. Yeah. And I'm 25, so that's pretty young. Yeah, so definitely. We were really taken back, and we knew. God has a plan for us, whatever is the deal with this baby. But we definitely were a little confused. And then I would say to your question in regards to a doctor, things I wish I would have known. Yes. This is like one of my most heated topics. Because, <laughs> um, I'm so disappointed to share that our doctor who previously we had loved everything about her had been so professional and amazing and she seemed wise. So again, it seems like a trustworthy character. She's a doctor. I know she's highly educated. She's yeah. showing up in her white coat. And when she told us the results of that NIPT, the blood test, yeah. she said, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I have some bad news. 
And the bad news is, and we're like on the edge of our seats, like bad news three times. What's yeah. it gonna be? And she said, and the bad news is your baby has Down syndrome. Mm-hmm. If I heard that today, I would like lose my mind and stand up on my soapbox and explain how that yeah. is not bad news. And it may be unexpected news. So in hindsight, I first wish just the language were changed to this might be unexpected because it was unexpected. Um, but I definitely would not ever want her to have said bad news. But at the point in time, I didn't really know any better. Mm-hmm. And it, I was kind of overwhelmed with all the information coming at me. Well, of course, again, yeah. Because she was like a trustworthy character, seemed like she had the credentials and she said it was bad news. I think we went home being like, she said it's bad news, so I guess it is. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of had to grapple with all of our preconceived ideas that somehow we've gotten. I don't know if that came from just our society in general, I would imagine. And then it took a little while to figure out what life with a kid with Down syndrome actually would look like. And mm-hmm. we tried to navigate and figure out what that really looked like while I was pregnant before she was here. Yeah. And I'm so grateful now that we had the time to do so because we figured out it's amazing. Even from our friends that had kids with Down syndrome before us, but I think it was handled really inappropriately. And I would love for every medical professional to tell a person that's learning that their kid has Down syndrome, this might be unexpected news. And then to say like, I want to let you know these kids live awesome lives. Mm -hmm. Like not only is Trisomy 21 compatible with life, they live amazing full lives. Yeah. It's really all about like how you, how they introduce the topic to them. Like saying unexpected is such a big difference from saying bad news or um, it's not, it's not what you thought it was going to be. Yes. But it's not a bad thing. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I guess I'm going to move on to the next question and ask, um, if other people like out in public or anything have any, like their actions or reactions to you guys out as a family and how that might make you or Oakley feel. Yeah. Uh, Oakley gets a lot of attention. <laughs> yes. Um, is the cutest baby. She loves <laughs> it. She has good reactions to it. <laughs> she likes to say hi to strangers. <laughs> She'll blow people kisses. Uh, And for the vast majority of the time, people, I think intentionally, will see Oakley maybe stare a little bit longer than they would at someone they walk past. Yeah. I definitely can see people look at her and try to figure it out. Um, Human beings just like to like label things and place them in their brains. But people definitely look at her longer. And then the overwhelming majority of the time people are like she's so cute um and say really nice stuff to her yeah and say hi to her and she loves it and it doesn't bother me definitely occasionally I feel like it'll always be like an old woman that'll be like I'll say a prayer for her tonight (laughs) definitely has good intentions I'm never gonna turn down prayers Mm -hmm. but I'm always like oh I think you think this is a sad thing and it's not. Yeah. Like, I I feel like some people will look at her like 
I don't know, she's terminally ill. Yeah. And that's not our situation at all. So Definitely not, not going to turn down the prayers, but also that's a little, I can tell there's a misconception there. And then yeah. I think maybe I've told you this story once before we were on vacation and there were like maybe some 13 year old kids like swimming around us. And then they were looking at Oakley. We could totally tell, you know, it's happening. And then they were like, oh, like, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I think that was one of the first times, like, I could see, like, pity on their faces. Yeah. And then, oh, my gosh. You know what? I didn't at the time, but probably now I would have gone up and been like, this is Oakley. Can I introduce her to you? Yeah. Because I think the more people that get to meet her and see her, they would see they have no reason to pity her, no reason certainly to pity us. Or mm -hmm. I think sometimes people act like Will and I, my husband and I are really brave parents for loving and yeah. housing and feeding our daughter. Um and we're not at all. We are just regular parents. We mess up as much as anyone else. We're not doing anything noble by loving her at all. Yeah. We love her just because she is herself, just like we would love any typical kid the same way or any kid with any special need. Yeah. And I think it is important, like if you said like later on or now you might like go up and introduce Oakley to them. I think even just like meeting Oakley and hearing about how amazing her life is and how full it is and what it can be, they uh, could just change their perspective on life w with Down syndrome. I think that, I think you're right. And I think there's this idea like people with special needs or like people with Down syndrome are like so different from us and they go through all these trials. Yeah. But we in the Down syndrome community have like this saying more alike than different. Mm -hmm. It's just so funny. Like when people are asking like, how's Oakley? What's she been up to? I'm like, oh, she's doing really well. She's uh, been going to the little gym and she's been going to swim lessons and she's working on walking. So, yeah. you know, some things might be a different timeline, but when you hear the stuff she's up to, it's like, oh, that's like all the stuff my kids do too. Oh and yeah. It's the exact same thing. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. they are they're a lot more like than different. So I think the more people get to meet and interact with people with Down syndrome, people with special needs, yeah, like light bulb will go off and they'll be like, oh yeah. So I agree. Really yeah, I think it's I think everyone should at least hear about or meet about meet with someone who has a developmental disability, and I think it will really help that person understand that it's not something bad and it's not something that you have to be sad about or you have to feel bad for them, but that they just, they have just an amazing life like you probably do. So, exactly. yeah. Um, so my next question is about how your own family reacted when you told them that Oakley has Down syndrome or the baby you were pregnant with has Down syndrome. Yeah. Um, so I think at first there were like a, I'm sorry, how are you doing? Um, which I now find as an inappropriate saying. Not like I'm mad at my family. No one yeah. knows what to say to that. And I'm sure they were feeding off of our energy because we were like, the doctor just told us this bad news. And maybe we just said what the doctor said verbatim. I can't even remember. Mm -hmm. I think it was a lot of like checking in on like, how are you guys doing with this? Yeah. Um, so a lot of people said, I'm sorry. And now I know, and I try to spread the word to anyone I can, like there is totally nothing to be sorry about, but I did have um, my brother-in-law 
he just like knew from the jump when we told him like, yes, like this big deal thing, our baby in utero has down syndrome. We already know he was like summer. That's awesome. He was like, this is going to be so cool. It's going to be so great. What are you talking about? (laughs) So he just knew like before anyone else, I think he was like, what like what about that could be negative yeah um but even when he said that at the time I think like at that point in time no one could do any right by me I just even when he was saying that I'm like you don't understand me you know what I'm going through which again yeah. is embarrassing like I am horrified for the day Oakley figures out we learned that she had down syndrome and we felt overwhelmed by it even if it was temporary yeah um so I guess I just hope other people don't go through that and when other people find out their baby has down syndrome like those around them know they don't need to yeah apologize but since Oakley has been here earthside everyone has learned so much about how amazing she is anytime there's an opportunity to support people with down syndrome everyone in my family is showing up for the 5k or donating their time or their money or anything I love that on top of it they just like love her she's just like a beam of light to be around so (laughs) she really is her um so what are some things that you have done or gotten involved with that help you help Oakley yes there are so many amazing programs for specifically kids with down syndrome that's like kind of the lane we live in yeah I would say one of our favorites is called Gigi's Playhouse they have them all over North America maybe Mm -hmm. South America too maybe just North America for greater than just the U.S., um, <laughs> they have Gigi's Playhouses all over. So there are a ton of locations. Um, Gigi's Playhouse is amazing. They offer a bunch of free programming to Oakley. Yeah. So she goes to an American. She gets to do like a workout class there. That's awesome. And- it's so cool. And as she gets older, they just have more and more programming from yeah. tutoring classes to they have events where the people with down syndrome are like doing karaoke and so everything from like school fun to your physical fitness and everything in between they're an amazing program and they're close by we also have um joined a group called the down syndrome association of northeast ohio it's really the up and similarly they have a bunch of cool programming and they do a bunch of cool stuff too like girls nights out but just for the moms of the kids with down syndrome and oh, just for dads. and then they have a group for grandparents too yeah so that's cool just to connect people from all over the area yeah and uh let us chat about how awesome and normal our each other and be with people that really get it and yeah. then of course we get the kids together for a bunch of events too oh. and um they have an early intervention program provided by the government. Yeah. So people will come in the house and depending on the needs of your kid, like they'll give them like a physical therapy and occupational therapy speed. So they'll come in your home. You don't even have to leave your house and they are clearly also free and they'll come and that's awesome. Help out with your kids. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. So there are a plethora of groups and programs and yeah. That's stuff awesome. for the people with Down syndrome, stuff for their family and loved ones. We're really 
<laughs> yes. Um, so how do you think we as society can work towards changing the connotation of developmental disabilities or Down syndrome specifically? Yeah. Um, this is like probably the best question ever because clearly a theme here has been I formerly had this false understanding mm -hmm. and I know several people still do. Yes. So you're right, we need to change it really badly. I think it starts with things as simple as like not saying the R word. Yeah. I feel yeah. like that is super obvious to me and all of my friends by now, mm -hmm. but every now and then we still hear it and it's like shocking. And then yeah. we have to sit down and explain to people inappropriate why it, it is a joke but it doesn't matter at all because yeah. it's furthering the idea that these people are lesser than and they're not mm -hmm. um two i would say on the you know train of language the language is so important and i outed myself way too early on that i was an english teacher but i think this has a lasting impression on more people than just english teachers because if you have a doctor that says here's the bad news opposed to saying here's some unexpected news yeah your mindset will shift mm -hmm. um further than that I think uh, maybe I shared a story with you. We recently were learning about baby boy here in my stomach and they were saying, um, oh my gosh, what was the rude word they used? We preferred they use the word likelihood. Did they say oh, the risk? risk? Yeah, the risk. Look, I couldn't even think of it. I can't even draw it up out of myself. <laughs> I like really only viewed Down syndrome positively. Yes. So they okay. were testing baby boy. We were excited to do that blood test, the NIPT, because you yeah. also learn the sex of the baby sooner and we were like we want to know if it's a boy or girl we're pumped yeah. um but they were saying okay the risk the boy will have down syndrome the risk your son could have the oh. risk yeah and we had to interrupt our doc and say we don't see it as a risk because that has such a negative connotation yeah. we see it as the likelihood that this baby also could have down syndrome mm -hmm. and she was really receptive and amazing notice I was using that language and I want to yeah. let you know from here on out I won't use that with any of my patients That's which amazing. was so appreciated and nice to have like an easy open conversation yeah. and then I think along with the language is using person first language so mm -hmm. instead of saying like oh my gosh look at that awesome down syndrome couple look at that cute blonde down syndrome girl yeah the preference instead is to say look at that awesome couple with down syndrome yes. and look at that cute blonde girl with down syndrome mm -hmm. so we always want to use the person first language because that's more important that they're a person first before just that they also happen to have a third copy of their mm -hmm. 21st chromosome i also think when you say it with like the person first you're also saying that they're more than just having down syndrome like it doesn't define them and that's not the only thing about them. It definitely. And I think that's like a really important note to make too. I think we meet a lot of just like come out and they figure out that Oakley has Down syndrome because it's awesome she has Down syndrome, but there's a lot about her than just Down syndrome. And she's only two and a half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's going to keep trending that way that she will just become more interesting herself. And the Down syndrome thing is just like a fun little thing on the side. Yeah. 
Um, I have one last question, but it's kind of um, a loaded one. So okay. what's one thing that you wish um, everyone knew about developmental disabilities? Um, I deeply, greatly wish that people knew they're not scary, they're not hard. I'm just a broken record, but these people are so worthy and they should be celebrated and they should be loved. And I don't think you should be afraid to approach them yeah. or hire them or anything of the sort, because if you get to know a person with developmental disabilities, odds are you'll really love them. <laughs> yes, so true. Um, thank you so much for coming on my podcast today. Thanks for inviting me on the podcast. Yes, and thanks for having a podcast. This is so cool. <laughs> yes, I'm very excited. Um, so that's it for today's episode. Remember to be kind and always look for the able instead of the label.